Hello and welcome to episode 14 of All About Fostering. I'm David Egborough and today it's all about mortgages and specifically mortgages for foster carers. Later in the podcast I'll be catching up with Katie and Marcus from The Mortgage Brain but first I chatted to Zarina who's been a foster carer for the last nine years and used The Mortgage Brain for her latest mortgage. Have you tried to secure a mortgage in that time previously and, and been knocked back? No, no, I am. I, I hadn't tried to get a mortgage. I already had a, a house, mm-hmm. um, but because I uh, work and my house, my current house wasn't big enough, so I had to look at buying another house as my son was getting older as well. Um, so for more room, so to enable me to continue to do my work, I had to secure another property for my family. Really, um, it was very easy to find out how to how to go about it, mm-hmm. um, and my from viewing the property to moving in was four weeks and two days. Oh wow, that is that is really quick. Absolutely amazing, honestly. You went through the mortgage brain um, to get it. How did you find speaking to them about? your role and your finances and the paperwork and the admin involved in that they were absolutely amazing honestly i'm not just saying it i badgered them and badgered them and badgered them and even like it was just like right we need to get this right what else do you need what else do you need and we was we was literally it tell me what i needed and i'd send it it tell me what i need and then we'd send it and right at the last minute, just as we was about to take the mortgage, he said, see, I've got you a better offer. So I said, oh, I don't want to take it. I just want to do it. I just want to do it. He said, no, no, this is a better deal. It's a better deal. So r- literally at the very last minute, the, the day we was going to sign, he said, no, no, I've got you a better deal with somebody else. And it really was a much better deal. Oh, fantastic. And honestly, it, did, it was amazing. Do, do you mind me asking how much it saved you? Yeah, it saved me first of all a thousand pound, which is massive when you're buying a house. Yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely, isn't it? Um, so, just the fee, just the fee of that was a thousand pound. And I think he got me a better rate, and he got it me fixed for five years at a, at a smaller percentage as well. So I'm not exactly sure of the amount, but it was, you know, minimum a thousand pound. Wow. Yeah, and then a better rate means less interest. And with the mortgage brain, was that sort of, like you say, you badgered them and badgered them. Was that sort of all hours of the day, was it? It really was. And I kept saying to him, Marcus, I'm so sorry, you know, and I, I'm really sorry to badger you, but we need to get it. He said, it's absolutely fine. I know you're you're eager to get it and secure it, really. Yeah, yeah. Had you tried other mortgage brokers or other lenders um, before the mortgage brain? No, I hadn't actually. I mean, obviously, previously with my previous property, I have uh, and gone through, but never, nowhere near as quick or as efficient or as as patient as they were. Honestly, they were absolutely. I couldn't thank him enough. Honestly, nothing was too much trouble for it. Interesting, though, that you you would have been with a mortgage broker previously. So, what made you sort of go with the mortgage brain rather than your previous? Person. Well, they were recommended and uh, she'd sort of put me in touch because we're self-employed because they understand everything the mortgage brain that specialise in foster carers they know 
you know, what you're earning, your earning potential and all that sort of stuff. It's difficult to go and explain that to anybody else. But no, it was honestly, it couldn't have gone any smoother. And then they sorted the life insurance so I didn't have to go anywhere else. They'd sort of put me onto somebody within the, the same sort of company that that sort my life insurance out, my buildings, my content. So it was literally done all under one roof. You can imagine how busy we are. So to have it done literally there and then was amazing. After hearing Zarina singing his praises, I caught up with the aforementioned Marcus from The Mortgage Brain alongside his colleague Katie in our London office to see what they do that makes them so helpful for foster carers. So joining me today are Katie and Marcus from The Mortgage Brain. Good afternoon, guys. Hiya. Hello. How are you doing? Very good, thank you. Excellent, excellent. So um, could you tell me and the listeners a little bit about what The Mortgage Brain does, please? So The Mortgage Brain acts as a mortgage broker. So basically, we will find a mortgage for yourselves from across the market. We specialise in mortgages for foster carers, so we are very experienced in this area. So hopefully we'll be able to help you with your needs. Cool. So you say mortgage broker. What is a a broker in in that sense? Uh, So a mortgage broker, basically, whereas you may usually go into the different banks individually or building societies individually, a mortgage broker basically takes that hard work away from you and based on your needs and your specific circumstances, find a mortgage that's tailored to you, so the best deal, the best rate, yeah. I think with that as well, there's also the thing of um, access as well to a broker, such as ourselves, because we work up up until evenings, we can do it on the telephone, so an appointment doesn't have to, you know, an appointment that you don't have to go to the high street to be booked in or wait two weeks to have an appointment. Um, and we also have exclusive deals as well that the high street wouldn't have. Better rates, more convenient for people. That's the sort of service that you're, you're adding there. Um, and how is the mortgage brain different to other mortgage brokers that might be out there? I would say from ourselves is that it's going to be down to the experience we have of dealing with foster carers. So 95% of all mortgages we do will be from foster carers. We've got really, just following on from what Marcus said there, we've built really, really great relationships with the lenders. So um, whereas you may have been to a lender before and that particular lender might have just said, no, we can't accept the fostering income, we may be actually able to get a deal through that same lender, uh, just where we've built up that relationship and they have a genuine now understanding when we place a case through them, how foster carers work and how their income is received. So um, it really is about those kind of bridges that have been built to kind of break down those barriers that foster carers often can encounter. And I guess you know the right questions to ask from a mortgage approval point of view, whereas foster carers will be the experts on what's going on from a fostering point of view. And so in your experience, what are some of the common reasons that foster carers can find it difficult to secure a mortgage? I think with this question, it's when it comes to a foster carer doing their accounts or sort of self-assessment, everything seems to be shown as a minimal income even though a much greater income is actually physically received. Yeah, lenders really often tend to kind of box off different income streams. So you'll have 
employed income on the one side that fits into their neat box and you'll have self-employed income that fits into the neat box and the issue that foster carers often encounter is they're kind of in this grey area in between so we've worked really hard to kind of break down those barriers so that lenders don't just try and put them into those neat boxes and income can actually be accepted in its entirety. Yeah, that, I guess that's again that knowledge of fostering and of mortgages coming together to sort of almost modify lenders practices and sort of expectations. Yes, absolutely. And what do foster carers need to know when they're making applications for their mortgage? So in terms of the initial conversation, so we'll set up a meeting, usually that would be over the telephone. Um, We would normally ask foster carers to have to hand details of their income, uh, outgoings, credit commitments and any current mortgages. We will have a conversation which will also kind of delve into their general needs, circumstances, so that once we've gone away and done our research and looked across all of the different lenders, we can actually come back and say categorically and offer the advice to say this mortgage is the best for you. So we're actually advising based on their needs. Um, So if they can supply you with all of that information, then it will be better tailored to what they need. Completely. But what we would normally do when we make that appointment is kind of outline exactly what you'll need. It might be that things vary very slightly dependent on the type of mortgage or length of time you've been fostering, but we'll go through that in full on that initial call. And from a mortgage provider's point of view, uh, what are they considering whether de- uh, when they're deciding whether or not to give that mortgage and approve that mortgage? They will basically look at the whole case profile. So they will establish kind of the income that's coming in for an individual. They will then compare that to the outgoings, credit commitments, etc. that are already in place. I guess one of the priorities for lenders is that the amount of lending that they're offering is affordable to the person so that it's sustainable. The last thing they would want is for someone to move into a property that was not affordable for them. Um, Another thing that they will kind of have a look into is credit history side of things. So making sure that really there's not anything currently adverse in the background. So kind of missing payments, late payments, etc. You know, there are options to overcome that if that's a circumstance that arises. Um, However, they will have a look into that to make sure that, again, they're offering sensible lending, so they don't want to be seen to be kind of increasing your commitments if there's already difficulties going on in the background. And then the other main consideration they'll have is the property itself. So they are obviously, in many cases, lending more than the individual who's getting the mortgage is laying out so they want to make sure that the property itself from both their security and the borrower's security is suitable and is going to kind of again um, offer the security and the home that you're looking for basically so there will be a valuation as part of the process. Okay and if say a foster carer has been unsuccessful in obtaining a mortgage previously is that a red flag to to other people to not lend them money? Um, no, not at all. Um, this is something that we do. We come across a, a good few times, don't we, with this? Um, and it's mainly, I say, nine times out of ten, down to the income being an issue and the lender that they've been with, or the high street lender that they've been with at that time, not taking all of the income in that they've received. 
like Marcus said, even if they've been declined before they approach us or had issues in the past, often we're still able to kind of source something moving forwards or at least advise what they would need to do to get them in a better position. So let's say in six to 12 months, they would then be able to look again, dependent on the circumstance that caused the initial decline. So obviously now uh, the mortgage brain has a lot of specialist knowledge with regards to foster carers securing mortgages. What was it that made you want to look into that area in, in particular? So we have been working with foster carers and helping them secure mortgages for many years now. I guess the more foster carers that we've spoken to, the more that we've realised the issues and problems that they have encountered when obtaining a mortgage. And I think it's important to note that so many foster carers have had the exact same experiences when going to high street lenders, going to their existing lenders in particular. And the more that we kind of were made aware of that, the more we've wanted to help and find solutions and find kind of avenues to overcome that for foster carers. The Mortgage Brain are extremely passionate about finding the best options and continuously improving lending options for foster carers. So rather than just, you know, finding one and thinking, okay, well, we can just put every person with that same lender, we're just working extremely hard to broaden the market constantly so that there are more and more options until the hope is eventually that it wouldn't be a problem for foster carers to obtain a mortgage. And it's not just through providing mortgages and mortgage advice though. I know um, obviously you're on our podcast, you've partnered with us and, and you're supporting foster carers through that partnership. What are some of the elements that the Mortgage Brain is bringing to, to that partnership in particular? From the Mortgage Brain's perspective, anything that we've been able to do to, to give back, whether that be kind of the fundraising that we've been able to do or kind of some runs and things that we've done in the past you know it's just our small contribution to be able to give back really to an area which is just from our perspective the, the work that people do is so incredible so it's just if we can kind of help even just take a bit of the stress away and help from that perspective it's, it's great to be able to give back a bit. So is that, is that you saying that you're going to run a marathon in fancy dress next year? Is <laughs> Clarification, <laughs> that is absolutely <laughs> not committing to a marathon. <laughs> Can't say I didn't try. <laughs> yeah, go. good try. Marcus? <laughs> uh, I've got a bad back. Yeah. <laughs> you sponsor one of the awards at our award ceremony, which take place every year. Can you tell us a little bit more about the sponsorship and the awards? Absolutely. So we sponsor the Outstanding Contribution by a Foster Carer Award. We are so, so proud to do this. There are always so many incredible nominations for the award and the people that you meet are just absolutely outstanding. So anyone that fosters is just incredible. Um, but yeah, it's an absolutely wonderful day. The Fostering Network work work extremely hard on it and we're so so happy to get to be a part of it and involved and just meet such wonderful wonderful people well, it's fantastic to hear <laughs> yeah sure listeners will agree <laughs> yeah. well excellent well i think you've you've covered off most of um everything that people would want to know if people do want to find out a little bit more about the mortgage brain or get some mortgage advice from you guys where can they go yeah so the telephone number is zero eight zero zero 
9871700. The webpage is www.themortgagebrain.net and then you can locate the fostering page from that website. Well, fantastic to have you in and thank you very much for, for your time and coming all the way down to meet us here and speak on the podcast. Katie and Marcus, thank you very much. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Thank you also to Zarina for her time. To find out more about The Mortgage Brain, go to our website, thefosteringnetwork.org.uk forward slash mortgage hyphen brain. Our website also has a wealth of news, blogs and advice, as well as all the other episodes of this podcast. So if you've enjoyed this one, please do check out the others and why not recommend it to another foster carer as well. The music in this podcast, as always, is called Heartwarming by Kevin McLeod, and that can be found at incompetech.com. Thank you for listening.